Hey everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would-you-rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like what kind of ridiculous are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay, all from our very real hot tub. Oh yeah, 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 very real, uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find Bubbling Questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> Welcome to the Escapist Comics Podcast. I'm Jacob Rubin. I'm Jessica Valdoni. And this is a Zoom episode over We're Zoom. We're back. We yeah. are. Yeah. Though you won't see any of this because I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could both have our videos off. We just chose to have them on. Right. Because I'm proud of the room that I'm in. I don't know. That's a new bed. Um, <laughs> is that a real couch? Yeah. Or is it a bed? <laughs> no, this is a bed. This is a headboard. Oh, yes. it looks like a blow-up blow couch. <laughs> like it a... does kind of look like, a, it does look like a blow-up mattress. You know, like, if you ever slept on a blow-up mattress, but it was actually comfortable and and you could sleep on it and it didn't deflate? That's what yeah. this is. Oh, okay. So just a mattress. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we are finally re recording from our separate areas. How is LA? Are you living the uh, big Hollywood life? <laughs> it's good. It's cool. What time is it over there? Um, uh three o'clock in the morning three in the morning wow okay <laughs> things have changed yeah uh yes i i'm in los angeles i'm in north hollywood uh it's cool because uh they basically all a, a few days ago they were like nobody leave the house stay home don't do anything and they put out a 12 page memo saying what businesses could stay open and it was almost everything <laughs> you, can still go to the, you can still go to the gym pickleball was mentioned in this pdf What's that? You don't know what pickleball is? No. Um, it's kind of like tennis, but so like it's played on a on a tennis height net, but the ball is more like a wiffle ball, and you play with these paddles that are more like racquetball paddles. They're like bigger paddles, um, and it's like it's kind of like uh, easier, lower impact tennis. It's like badminton, but you lower the net. What does it have the to do with pickles? Oh, nothing. It's very annoying. I was very <laughs> irritated to make this discovery. Yeah, uh, this is true. When I was on ships, a pickleball, um, what do you call it? Tournament? Like a No, like a pickleball like organization, like a pickleball club that was okay. most, it was, everyone was over 60. Uh -huh. And I would say it was 75% women. Okay. Um, but it's an intergenerous sport. Mm -hmm. Uh um, they took over the ice rink. All Royal Caribbean ships have an ice rink, and we put a floor down on it so they can stand on it, and people can do like sports and stuff in there. Um, and uh, yeah, they played pickleball every day for hours. And I poked my head in, and I was like, "There's not a pickle in here, not a single one." And they were like, "Oh, it's just a name." And I was like, "Pick a new name, right?" <laughs> <laughs> or just play badminton. I don't really understand but the difference. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess it's just lower. It does look really fun, though. And I know a few people who've gotten really into it. Like cool. friends of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. A lot of old... Jew it's the sport for old Jewish ladies. It's like if you if you have too much energy for Mahjong, you play pickleball. So you're not playing pickleball. I, I mean, I could. 
if I chose to. <laughs> okay. And I'd probably fucking dominate. Uh, <laughs> you are very tall. <laughs> yeah. Unless I I'll watch me get like my first game, I get matched up with the fucking Serena Williams at pickleball, and she just sends the ball through my skull, and I die. Oh, God, it just hits yeah. you in the exact right spot. <laughs> I'm, kills you. I'm just killed instantly. Yeah. New headline: <laughs> Jacob dies by pickleball. Right. It's Never the cover of USA Today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pickleball pickleball more deadly than COVID nineteen for one day only. <laughs> one person. Right. <laughs> oh god yeah. well thank uh, you exactly. how's the store i pretty much the same our, our loyal listeners okay sure. yeah <laughs> we're still getting uh rated by by flippers and comic fans alike <laughs> oh. oh yeah let's let's talk about you told me that there was a comic that sold out in one hour let's talk about it okay yeah so daredevil 25 came out this week um right we had no idea what was happening in it. They did, of course, again, gave us no uh, no warning at all. Marvel didn't well, put out a release or press release or anything to tell the stores what was gonna be happening in this comic because we would have bought a lot more if we had known. Um, what what issue number is this? Uh, issue number 25, 25. Uh, volume 100. So many different uh, volumes of Daredevil. Um, and it's the first appearance of Electra as Daredevil. Hmm. Yeah. How many times has she died now? 25. 25 times. Oh, one for each issue. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt yeah, Murdock. God. Yeah, I know. Matt Murdock's he's in, in he's jail. He's in jail. Yeah, he's in jail. Oh, and this is uh, written by Chip Zdarsky. Uh, oh, nice. Art by, is it, I think it's Mark Chichetto, I believe. Uh, oh, Mark Pacheco? Pacheco? No, Chichetto. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, not Pacheco. Like, I know Mark Pacheco. Yeah. I like his art. Maybe that's this what guy, I'm I don't know. Of, uh, I think his name is also Chichetto. Or Mar is it Mark? Marco Chichetto. Marco Chichetto. Okay, yeah. sure. I was close. So it's like the, the much more Italian version of uh, <laughs> yeah. Pacheco. Mark Pacheco. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um,. So yeah. besides, okay, so it's Electra as Daredevil. I assume that's like a final page reveal. She's like, look at me, I got horns yeah, now. Yeah, pretty much. It's a, it's a couple yeah, pages. And we get to see a cool fight scene with her okay. as Daredevil. And it's a good costume, I will say. Um, it, though, you know, it, it just kind of looks like her costume mixed with Daredevil's costume. Okay, with the mask <laughs> and her hair yeah. all flowing out behind her probably. Yeah. Is she her using her, her size or is she yeah, using- Yeah, she still has um, her size. She doesn't have a okay. stick like him because okay. she doesn't need it she's not blind right <laughs> <laughs> that would have been shitty they're like ah, if uh you become daredevil you must make yourself blind she just takes a size sticks them in her eyes right she <laughs> she goes to see matt in jail and he's like oh you want to be daredevil and then he just pulls out a, a little jar of the acid that blinded him here you go throws it in her face <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe but, that's how two-face became two-face the person didn't want to uh scar him they wanted to turn him into daredevil so he'd have a better lawyer <laughs> wait a minute was that in the algamum <laughs> oh my god that'd be crazy that'd be a good like because that's i i feel like amalgam had a bunch of really really great ideas like i think that iron lantern was awesome mm -hmm. um 
I mean, I don't know what else you remember about the Amalgam comics. Nothing. <laughs> I remember nothing. nothing. Okay, sure. <laughs> and like Dark Claw, which is so Iron Lantern. Is Iron I like, Man you remember Dark and like, Claw? Yeah. Dark Claw was great. Super Soldier, sure. But I think that if they'd taken like if they dug a little deeper and saw the parallel origins and used those to tie characters, like yeah, Daredevil, Two Face. They're both lawyers who both hate acid for different reasons. True. That is that yeah. was a good one. Why didn't they think of that? No. Maybe because they didn't want to combine heroes and villains. I feel like they didn't do that. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, man, that would have been awesome. Well, apparently... They should do another run of Amalgam that. comics. Yeah, they need to do that again. That'll never happen. With all the all the crazy, ugly 90s costumes. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's wearing jackets and has long hair. <laughs> well, 90s are back, man. I mean... Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> we could bring, bring it back. Isn't that one... Isn't that what? Oh no, Electro died in the eighties. Yeah. Okay. Wait, seventies? No, eighties. No. Right? Yeah, yeah. Eighties. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking when Frank Miller started in Daredevil. Oh yeah, that might have been late seventies, but she yeah, didn't die until the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the only reason she becomes Daredevil is because Matt says that there has to be a Daredevil on Hell's Kitchen, or else people are just going to start acting up, and he's in jail. And right. Like, there has to be some kind of fear still in Hell's Kitchen. I'm Which like, is weird because Hell's Kitchen is like a trendy neighborhood now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really yeah. is. It's like a nice place to live. Rent's very high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they built an upright they built an upright citizens brigade theater. Oh, in, well, then you know it's gone all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, that's like the ultimate side of gentrification. Oh, we have an improv comedy space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all uh, white people now and <laughs> yeah. there's a starbucks on every corner <laughs> i went did i go to that oh no i went to it there they were under construction so I did it. when i was in new york in january we went to a, a ucb show and I, it wasn't it but it was really if, if it's the space i've seen online it's a very nice space and i feel like daredevil probably has a few good scenes in him <laughs> he's definitely not watching anything though right uh -oh. <laughs> he's really into podcasts he likes the improv podcasts <laughs> what does daredevil listen to what's his favorite oh uh, probably like npr and like some kind I of catholic know. guilt podcast oh yeah there's probably some yeah he probably listened to who's your godcast with amy miller uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh also this week we'll stay on the the heavy side of things first uh batwoman catwoman came out as well mm. by tom king clay man and tomu mori i think that's how you pronounce it they fight they fight clay man in this issue no <laughs> yes clay man, <laughs> <laughs> clay man. <laughs> uh so tom king is basically picking up where he left off in his uh you know after the wedding basically uh which no one liked because they didn't actually get married <laughs> oh it was supposed to be batman cat when we get married but then it yeah. didn't happen no okay. it didn't happen she left what? him at the altar basically she um, left him yeah uh, were yeah. they getting married as batman and catwoman or were they getting married as bruce wayne and selena kyle no bruce wayne and selena kyle oh okay so bruce wayne mm -hmm. Public figure Bruce Wayne has now been left at the altar. Well, it was like a secret on top of the roof wedding, but they would have been married as. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they were going to be married. I think Man, I can't remember that's who like. Was marrying them. 
was it probably Gordon? Alfred, I think it was Gordon. I was gonna. I can't. Oh, it was Gordon. Okay. Anyways, it was stupid. They didn't get married. They made that big deal. They sent us wedding invitations. I personally got a wedding invitation. <laughs> they did. They sent it to That's the store. It said my name on it. Well, it said escape us, but still. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like it was for me. <laughs> right. I mean, sometimes when people see you at conventions, don't they point at you and go, oh, escapist, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's your name. <laughs> um, so the art's really great in this. Uh, I didn't understand anything that was going on in it. <laughs> Maybe because I didn't sure. read all of his run on uh, Batman. So maybe there was a For the wedding, of- you were just like, fuck this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it also jumps around in time a lot. Like, there's three different timelines throughout the whole thing. Like, it's like okay. when they first meet, then like during, like the whole like wedding thing that he wrote out, and then like later in time, like when Selena's like all old, basically, and she's mm. like on a road trip with her cat <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> um, and so it also Makes goes. Sense. Yeah, it has this whole thing with Helena Wayne, their daughter in the future, um, who's- Oh yeah, uh, a Huntress, depending on the continuity you're looking at. Well, they're actually saying that she's the phantasm. What? Yeah, do you not know about this either? I felt very stupid when (laughs) I was looking this up. Uh, Yeah, mm. so on the back, you can see it too. Our viewers can't, but can you see that? The phantasm? Oh yeah, like from yeah. from the iconic, maybe the best Batman movie. Yes. So Master I saw Phantasm? that and I was like, Punisher? No, Phantasm. Yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like that as well. All right, that's wild. They're bringing the Phantasm into the main continuity. Yeah, they did that a little while back. I just didn't realize that it was Helena Wayne, but apparently. Yeah, because it was it was that lady. It was like a new character. Mm-hmm. I not to spoil the movie. But it was like, uh, oh man, I should rewatch this movie because I recall really liking it. Yeah, it was a guy in the movie though. No, it, no, it wasn't. Wasn't it? It wasn't. It was a girl. Was no, she, she was like a voice changer. Oh uh, God, I haven't so watched it that really, so long. So it did really feel like a twist, as opposed to I was just watching this thing. So you saw Ready Player One, right? Yeah, of course. And I read the book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there, the the big twist is that. Uh, um, Parcival's best friend, who he thinks is a guy, is actually a woman who's been playing as a, a guy the whole time. Uh, and in the movie, is played by uh, Lena Waithe, I think. Yeah. Um, but I did not read the book. But when I heard the voice, I was like, they're changing a woman's voice. Yeah. They, they actually had her doing it. Whereas I think, it, so it, it was completely obvious to most people that that's what was going to happen. Whereas Mask of the Phantasm, they got like James Earl Jones or some shit, some dude with a deep voice. Right. To be like, I'm the phantasm. And then when the mask comes off, she's like, I'm a lady. You know, that, that's better. Right. <laughs> Come on, cartoons. <laughs> get it together. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, oh, wait. You know what? I totally mixed all of that up. Scratch everything I just said. Andrea okay. Beaumont is the vigilante, the phantasm. Is that right in the cartoon? I don't remember. Yeah. Andrea okay, sounds, so that... uh, uh, the first name Andrea sounds right. Okay, so... That's why this whole thing was so confusing. So Bruce's old flame, it's like his very first flame, I guess, is Andrea Beaumont. 
and she's the vengeful vigilante, the phantasm. And she returns to Gotham City to continue her vendetta against the Joker. Okay. Okay. That's pretty close to what happens in Mask of the Phantasm, I recall. I remember the Joker's the villain in that. And she's like, right. she comes to blows with Batman because she wants to kill people and he doesn't. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's what it is. So, and then, I don't know what Helena Wayne is doing, but she's, maybe she is a uh, huntress. And they don't show her much. They just show her as like a kid. Um, so I think possibly, so Andrea Wayne has a kid. Maybe Joker kills him at some point. I don't know. It's very all over the place. The review I read, they were like, we love it. We love Tom King, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this was really confusing. <laughs> like, I mean, way- I love Tom King too, but like, yeah. yeah. If, and like you know, I said, you still maybe, maybe it was because I didn't read the other stuff, but the time jumps I thought were really all over the place, but I don't know. Because they showed you Joker the- too in like three different time frames but he's like almost all the same age except for the very end where he's like this old like an old guy and then he's talking about like how he can finally kill Catwoman and they're like embracing and then he's gonna kill her yeah I know yeah it's it's very confusing like okay Mm. so there's a whole scene where they're like having this like nice moment together. Uh, Catwoman is talking to him, like telling her, telling Joker this whole story. We don't know it's Joker yet. This is old man. I thought it was like, I thought it was Bruce at first and they're old and they're having hmm. this nice moment together. And then he takes his glasses off. He's like, and I finally get to kill you. And then he starts laughing maniacally and it turns out it's Joker. What? But is he? does he have the green hair and the white skin and whatnot? He takes his wig off. Oh, okay. Yeah. But why was she in the motel in the first place having this whole heart to heart with him? I don't know. Maybe it'll be revealed later on. (laughs) Wild. Okay. Yeah. So, that was a question mark. (laughs) Speaking of uh, things that are coming threes and the Joker, uh, have we talked about the ending of Three Jokers? I don't think so. No. Okay. And how it wasn't really an ending? No, it wasn't really an ending. <laughs> it was just sort of like, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we did it. We did the thing you asked for. And now we're not going to, like, there we're was no, I I expected it to be, you know how every so often they put out a Batman story and they'll, they'll do it as a separate miniseries if they need to, um, that they'll be like, this is going to be a permanent rupture to the status quo. That's why we're doing it outside of the main series so that everyone knows, hey, buy this. And I really thought that Three Jokers was going to do something permanent. And it really did. All it did was have Barbara Gordon and Jason Todd kiss for no goddamn reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That, that was like the worst scene in the entire yeah. book. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Jeff Johns was just like reading one of those how to write a screenplay stories. And they're like, you should have your characters do stuff that's like unpredictable and crazy and get them to their darkest place. And then you have to dig them back out. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you've been doing this for over a, a nearly 20 years you should know not to do whack shit like that right right yeah i feel it well yeah and he produces so much television and stuff he should know better yeah to do that it made no sense and everyone i talked to about it at the store too also agreed they're like it just didn't make any sense like it would have made sense if jason todd tried to kiss her i think and then sure. she pushed him away but yeah other than that um 
No, she never or, would have been receptive. If they did, or if they did what they implied they were going to do, and we all like they implied in the second issue that they're going to turn Jason Todd into, into a new Joker, right? Right. And yeah. you know, we as fans read that and go, oh, "Okay, well then, how are they going to get out of this one? They're the heroes. They always get out of this one." But if they'd fucking committed to it then I think this would have gone down as like a major turning point in Batman comics. Yeah. Turn Robin to Red Hood to Joker. That would have been just great. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't. Uh, I I think they just ran out of room at the end too. They they just make, it probably should have been four issues or five issues. Who knows? And they just kind of like, it was going to be three issues and that's it. And they just didn't. They wanted it to be three issues because it's three Jokers. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. then that also would have been a crazy Joker swerve if they'd been like, ha ha ha, fourth issue, you know? Yeah. And there's four Jokers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Although that would have been hard to order through Diamond or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to order in advance. It says issue four of three. What? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my dog is uh, coming into the into the podcast. Sure. <laughs> Welcome, Polly. Uh, what's... She's our special guest. <laughs> all right, all right, Polly. Uh, what do you think about the current state of Archie Comics? There's no answer. That's a, that sounds about right. Yeah, no yeah, answer. Yeah, that's answer. About, about right. Um, <laughs> the third book I read this week uh, was my favorite, and it was a Fantastic Four road trip number one. I don't know why it's called number mm. one. It's the only one. It's a one shot. Why okay. Say one shot. I just say that. Uh, this was yeah, right. <laughs> I bet there's I bet there's some market research that says that people are more likely to buy something that has a number one on it than something that says one shot or nothing at all. You know. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, this is written by Christopher Cantwell and uh, art by Felipe Andre Andre Andrade A N D R A D E Andrade. Andrade, thank you. Uh, that, that's 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 a, a WWE wrestler right now. That's the other reason I know that. Ah, <laughs> Andrade. Andrade. Yeah. Uh, this was former US champion. Underrated. Totally underrated. This, <laughs> was, <laughs> this, this was a total surprise. Uh, well, now Polly's talking to us. Uh, she agrees. Um, <laughs> this was a, yeah, totally a surprise this week. I originally ordered it, like a bunch of the variant covers because it just looked super, super cool. Uh, it has like a invisible woman, like kind of like those kits or like that you used to get where it has like, you just see all of the insides of people, like those model kits. You know what I'm Oh about? yeah, like yeah, the bodies you know. exhibit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, uh, you remember Slim Good Body? No, is that a toy? So, no, it was like, it was a person. He was uh-huh. like a children's entertainer and oh. he would go to like, he did like, you remember those awful assemblies about the human body and health and whatnot? Yeah. Have in school. Uh, so he wore an outfit that was like an x-ray of the human body and he'd be like, these are my lungs. This is my pancreas. And he'd oh. like, it was like a, a, a uh, tights basically. And he'd like dance around and he had kind of Richard Simmons hair. Ooh. Um <laughs> and I guess he achieved a certain level of notoriety. The only reason I know about it is because they made fun of him on Homestar Runner, which, as we all know, is an incredibly important cultural touchstone that oh. is no longer on the internet because Flash is gone permanently. But <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, uh, Slim Good Body. So, uh, uh, it's creepy. It's Check it out. Or better idea, don't. Yeah, <laughs> I will go with that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is basically. I don't think this is canon necessarily, or maybe it's you know it's pre all of the like Secret Wars stuff basically. Sure. Um, or maybe right after. I don't know. Right, right when they get back, because the kids are younger. Okay. Um, so the Fantastic Four is just taking a road trip um, through the desert to the Grand Canyon, and uh, just going on a family vacation. Just going on a family vacation, exactly. Are they in a regular car or are they in a Fantastic car? No, they're in a regular car. They just decided. Why? <laughs> well, they actually talk about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Everything. I'm like, like two of them can fly. Right. Yeah, and that's what they're like. To, they're like, "Why are we in this regular car? This is so boring." Like the kids yeah. are like talking about it, and and Reed sure. is just like, "Because we're on a regular family vacation, we never do stuff like this. Like we're just gonna enjoy being regular people." But then at the same time, he's like, "Oh, but by the way, there's this meteor uh, that landed in the middle of the desert. We have to go like check it out real quick. It's just gonna be a real quick stop." Like, and everyone's like, "Ugh, Dad! Like, of why? Course. No, we're like doing this thing." And of course, Reed Richards always working. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And they all complain about that too. So they go investigate this meteor that is created like big crater and there's like some stardust or something in it that he wants to go collect. Um, which of course, invariably goes completely wrong. Um, so they get back to their uh, cabin and he starts looking at everything. It looks a little funny. And the next day, everything starts going really haywire. Uh, the thing basically starts falling apart, like his rocks start falling off of his skin uh, in a real bloody, like gross way too. Um, Reed just starts melting. The invisible woman starts turning inside out. And so you can see her insides, just like we were talking about. Grody. Yeah. In <laughs> um, this too, Valeria, her powers haven't come out yet. So sure. uh, she just starts, because she's super smart, right? So right. she starts uh, talking in like gibberish and they don't know why. Okay. Realized her powers yet. So she starts reverting basically instead of being super smart. There's sort of like, uh. why are you talking in gibberish? And they're like, oh, maybe this is part of her powers. And like Reed figures it out um, right. eventually that this might be part of her powers. Um, and then uh, Franklin starts ending up in every room in the house. Like, so he's like bouncing around like in every time, like every time frame, basically. So, uh. yeah. Um, so yeah, it, gets, it just gets like crazier and crazier. Their powers start getting more and more warped um, until they're just like, uh, oh yeah, Johnny like sets on fire, but it's actually, instead of, um, you know, being able to control it, he starts like melting as well. Like the fire's just burning him from the inside out. Um, it's all very grotesque. So it's like right. literally like a Fantastic Four horror comic. It's That's cool. really cool. Yeah. Um, and they finally kind of figure it out that, uh, actually Valeria figures it out when she, like her and uh, Franklin end up joining together. And with Franklin's mind and her mind together, they're able to communicate and her brain kind of like, 
like goes back together and she's able to figure out that if their DNA is joined, that um, they can like revert back. And I know that's how it's able to repair basically. Okay. So they have to join into like a big monster fantastic four. And that's gonna, that's how they're able to fix themselves. Um, Wild. So this, and it's, it's entirely a one shot. It ends up resolving so that everything's fine. And then. Yeah. Okay. And that's cool. It's really cool. It's really good story. And yeah, I was just super surprised. I don't, I've seen this writer before, but um, yeah, he should definitely do more books like this. Like the science, you know, how they explain like comic science. He does it really, really sure. well. It's the unstable not... molecules. And the, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. It's great. So I highly recommend Fantastic Four Road Trip. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm in favor of the, I think I always think one shots are a good idea. And I'm especially in favor of doing more just random one off stuff with the Fantastic Four because they're going to be making a movie soon. Marvel's right. going to do it soon. So just throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and see what sticks. You have, That's what these comics should be for. These comics are basically market research for the movies. See what sort of Fantastic Four movie people want just by throwing out stuff that they're going to buy. Because no one's going to buy the main series. As great as the main series might be, people yeah. aren't going to go suddenly invest. Uh, so yeah, if, if this sells like crazy, then Marvel might go, all right, I guess they want a Fantastic Four horror movie. Or maybe we want a Fantastic more action or science or whatever. Yeah, man, go for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, more. Yeah, definitely more of this. I have no idea what's happening in the regular Fantastic Four comic at all. It seems to be. They did all that. Well, but yeah. There was that. I mean, I remember there was the Future Foundation stuff that was a million years ago. That was like when Matt Fraction was on the book, or yeah, who was it? Remember? I don't remember. Um, and then there was the FF series, and Mike Allred was doing it. It was yeah, but like, did, didn't they kill off one of them? One of them died, and they brought him back. I don't remember at this point. Probably. <laughs> I know that all of them have died at some point. Yeah. <laughs> at one point or another. <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been uh, about to start uh, a reread of the Mark Wade run, which is still my favorite run on that title. Yeah. Um, and I, he kills off the thing and brings him back six issues later. But right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do more stuff with FF, you cowards. Yeah. <laughs> and one day we'll have movies back in theaters, and we'll get to watch them. Oh, should we get into it? Oh, yeah. The Warner Brothers deal? Yeah, yeah. That, that actually is my first story I have right here. Okay. This news, is the big news, one. News. <laughs> I'm starting the news segment. News. Okay. <laughs> news. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, Warner Brothers. Every movie on the 2021 Warner Brothers calendar. Uh, from Suicide Squad 2 to Godzilla versus King Kong to Dune and Matrix 4, they will all be released on HBO Max. Everything. Yep. Yep. That is insane. Uh, I bet that HBO Max doubled in subscribers after this was announced. Absolutely. Yeah. Not or... that there's not already plenty of great content on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't, I don't think I've even made it through all of the movies yet on HBO Max. Like, if you go to sure. all, all movies, there's so many movies on there. Yeah. Um, I mean, let alone watching them. Just, like, scrolling through them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So many. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, I'm wondering if they're going to actually bump up, like, how much it costs by in 2021. That's, that's a distinct possibility. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
I guess did we? I, I guess enough time has passed. How did the Mulan experiment go? Not well. Oh, but okay. Was, but Disney Plus was charging thirty dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like thirty dollars for like the pre-release, which is insane yeah. and absurd and stupid. Really stupid. But the but the fear was that enough people would do it that other that Disney and all the other places would go. Oh, this is a viable marketing strategy. People yeah. will do it if you build up the hype enough. I guess, I don't know, maybe we would have done it for fucking uh, Eternals, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, that's, I mean, the biggest franchise in the world right now. Um, right. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are calling this the end of cinema, which I think is a bit too soon to call. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I just think they're being realistic, and they know that yeah. they aren't going to be open probably at least until April or maybe even May. I mean, who knows? Like, we're not getting mm. a vaccine. I mean, let's not be real. We're not probably not getting a vaccine until at least April. Like, and then who knows what the shortage is going to be for that. And then people yeah. still are not going to want to go out, you know, until yeah. they know it's safe. Um, I think the fact that they're calling it for the entire year. Yeah. I think is smart because they're just like, we're just going to do it for the whole friggin' year. And yeah. we're still going to put out movies in theaters. If you want to watch them at home with your HBO Master Station, you can totally do that. And then if they lose, they'll probably, like, let's say everything best, let's say things get best case scenario and everyone is fully inoculated and everything's back to open by like May, June or something. Mm -hmm. Then they have six months of, all right, you got us, but not next year. And then, yeah, things go back to normal. For yeah. Movies. Not for Absolutely. anything else, literally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they said, so right here, HBO Max subscribers will get an instant access to 17 movies in total, a slate that easily represents more than $1 billion in production costs. $1 billion. That's Damn. so much fucking money. I mean, I can't imagine how they're going to ever make back that money, even what? So HBO, like for my account, I have it through Hulu, right? Do I pay sure. like... 40 something dollars for hulu and then i add on i have like hbo showtime and stars through hulu sure but i get like a package through that and i pay like an extra 14 bucks a month for that and you, and your password's the same right you haven't changed it no never yeah okay great okay totally cool so i, I so i still have it that's great <laughs> <laughs> and i share that account with my dad so he okay. for half of it so imagine how many people are doing that as well yeah and hulu doesn't give a shit how many Times you share your password. You know me. Oh, that's cool. Open. Like I have, I use it on my TV in my living room, my TV in my bedroom. I use it on my computer. I use it on my phone. Like, because <laughs> you, you know? have to when you watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two: Secret of the Use, it has to be on every screen in the house. Every single one. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, right there, they. I mean, they're not caring like how many IPs I'm using, you know, to watch everything. So no. I mean. I can't imagine how many people are sharing all of this stuff as well. Yeah. Um, It'll make it a lot easier for people to pirate, which exactly. they're probably just, whatever. They, they yeah. don't give a shit about that. No. Uh, I mean, I know they're cracking down on pirating more, so maybe next year they will be doing that even more than they are now. But Sure. Yeah. I mean, how how well are they going to do, though? Well, yeah. So like what? a lot of money. So what major movies? I know that Wonder Woman is on this list. Well, that's already that was already going to come out digitally. Yeah. We already knew that. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw Matrix 4 is part yeah. of that. Yep. Uh, Suicide Squad. What else? 
They said Suicide Squad 2, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh. Yeah. That would be fun to watch on my 43-inch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad I got a 55-inch TV. It's really it's a lot bigger. Yeah. <laughs> but still. Well, I got, so so <laughs> we went TV shopping for our new apartment, and we got a, a very decent, nice quality picture, LG, 43-inch. Great for what we need. We watch movies almost every night. We just finished Russian Doll. It fucking slaps. Have you seen Russian Doll? This is a real yeah. question. It's, it's great. great. Yeah, great. Um, but now I'm, I'm like, uh, Godzilla and Kong. I kind of wish I had a, a little bit bigger TV. Even yeah. though the TV stand we got would not be big enough. <laughs> not to like put a stack of books or something. Um, yeah, that's why we went with yeah. the 55 inch. I got it for yeah. Mark's birthday. Yeah, it's very large <laughs> that's the move that's the move it reminds me of being in like the smaller art house you know movie theaters and sure like, this is not actually that much smaller than those <laughs> sweet those screens <laughs> i just i remember i was on the bus once and i saw someone watching mad max Fury road on their phone and i'm like don't just don't no mm -mm. Oh, uh, Justice League, the new Zack, not that anybody really cares, the Zack Snyder cut that's coming out as well. Oh, they, that was already going to be on HBO Max. Oh, was it? It was going to yeah. be in theaters too? Okay. No, they well, said, I mean, because the, the news about that didn't really hit until after the pandemic was fully in force. Right. Um, so I, I think that was always going to be on HBO Max. I'm so excited for that to come out just to hear there, there'll be two types of nerds. The yeah. ones who are like, that was great. It's exactly what we wanted. And the ones who are like, wait, we waited this long for this. Exactly like when Phantom Menace came out. Oh, God. Yeah. I still it's don't understand be... the point. I don't get it. I don't know why it's happening. I don't know. I don't understand why they're putting money into it. I don't well, know. You, I mean, you know that he left production. Yeah, yeah. I know why okay, it cool. happened. I know why okay, he cool. left. I, I, I didn't until recently. Oh, yeah. I mean, I felt bad yeah. for him. I just don't understand why they have to make another cut. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense why they're spending money on making a new cut for it. I think it's it's the, it's almost the, the QAnon of, like, <laughs> comic book shit. Because, um, like, the movie came out and nerds were like, this is bad. But it's the Justice League movie. I've waited my entire life for a Justice League movie. It right. can't be bad. There must be a reason. And and then they, you know, they connected enough dots and, and got enough people bullshitting. And then Zack Snyder was like, if I made it, it would have been better. And they go, this is our answer. This is our out. The, the, everyone in Warner Brothers is a pedophile or fucking whatever. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I really think it was just enough fervor that they were like, fine. And then how much is it? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they think maybe the movie didn't make as much money as they thought, and they think this will help them make that money back somehow. I don't know. I don't know. Make more money during the pandemic because that's always yeah. how you make more money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then there, I mean, there's all that controversy with Joss Whedon as well. Right. Um, all the, the the sexual harassment allegations from the guy who played Cyborg. Yeah. Well. Or not sexual harassment. Not sexual. Harassment. No, no, that no, was no, racial. No. Racial. Yeah. Yeah. Is that well? Yeah. But then there's also sexual harassment allegations towards Joss Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. I, well, I, I conflated the two. <laughs> oh, Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's also, and he also left that, what is it called? The Nevers. So he had a HBO Max show as well. 
Uh, oh yeah. That was supposed I was to excited about that. Year. I know I was really excited too. And it doesn't say in the article I read that he left the show because of any turmoil with HBO, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they let him go because of everything that's going on. Sure. Um, he said so is the show still happening? The show's still happening. Um, he okay. still has full writer credits on it. Um, Cause he did, he wrote the whole show, but sure. not directing or show running it anymore. Okay. So that's, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. I mean, I'll always have a place in my heart for Joss Whedon, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I mean it wouldn't be Escapist Comics podcast if we didn't talk about Buffy at least once. So. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it like, and I, I mean, if you're looking at just this, you have the Buffyverse, Firefly, Doctor Horrible. Have you watched Doctor Horrible recently? Yeah, I've watched Doctor Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, like recently. Oh, not recently. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I watched it about three months ago because my wife, who's a big Joss Whedon fan, had never seen it. And I was like, this is still really good, especially if you think about it, how they did it during the writer's strike and everything. Yeah. Um, Like, he's just put out so much quality. And Dollhouse had its moments. I, I don't know. Doll- I still love Dollhouse. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but. <laughs> I think it was re- it was just because it got canceled and they had to rush all that stuff at the ending. I think it would have been good yeah. if they'd given it the, but up until that point when they were like, we got to do everything. We're not going to have time. I think it was really solid. Yeah. Um. So that's not really their fault. Yeah. I don't know. He's just put out and, and fucking Avengers, the first one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why they're I mean, like, was bad, but that's, you know, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. And like that, that's what always makes me confused about like the justice league thing too, is they're like, Oh, Zack Snyder's is going to be better. I'm like, Joss Whedon did Avengers. <laughs> yeah (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know i i i think that i i it's my understanding again i try not to pay attention to this corner of the internet because it's just a no-win scenario but it's my understanding that um a lot of zack snyder's promises involve just more characters right which isn't what what those movies fucking be no (laughs) but yeah i don't know and that's and not to say anything about the cyborg guy. I have no idea what happened and I don't know what's right and what's wrong. But that costume right. terrible. Fix the costume. Just fix it. Oh, sure. <laughs> I think he should look exactly like he does in the Teen Titans cartoon with the blue glowy bits because that's the coolest. I think he looks better in uh, Doom Patrol. Have you watched the Doom Patrol show? No, I really should. Yeah. Uh, it's It's not like a super involved costume or anything, but... You know, it's kind of a low-budget show, actually. Wait, it's but, Cyborg? Yeah, Cyborg's in Doom Patrol. Okay. Yeah, for no good reason, but he is. Okay. They're just like, I look, mean, this guy's here, too. I've heard that's great, and I just discovered that Luke Wilson is in Stargirl, which I'm not saying that I'm a Luke Wilson fan, but that does give it a weird air of legitimacy. Oh, and Joel McHale. What? Um, Joel McHale's in Stargirl? Yeah, Joel McHale is Starman. Oh my God! I have to watch yeah. that show. <laughs> he's he's Sylvester Pemberton, Starman. What? So he's Star Spangled Kid. They don't call him that, yeah. you know. They're, they're, but it's the Justice Society show. It's all about, um, like, uh, it's it's about like the original Justice Society, and then Star Girl is a member of the new modern with like the second Doctor Midnight and the second Wildcat, and then they yeah. so they've got like the OG Justice Society and the new Justice Society working together. So it's like, the, and that was like my favorite comic in like the two thousands was the was JSA. I had um, no idea. I thought they were just focusing on her. That totally I mean, it's her show, up. but like yeah, yeah. the whole supporting cast is the JSA. Oh, that's awesome. 
Luke Wilson is Stripes, the the, the robot suit. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I knew people had liked that show. I didn't know that that all of that stuff was in it though. I, I, I had I've heard watching. almost universal acclaim for this show. Uh, I did yeah. start watching Titans though, which I wanted uh, to talk about. Well, right. let's not. Okay, it it starts off pretty rough. It's, uh, sure. I mean, fuck Batman was, fuck was a Batman. famous quote. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I know we talked a little bit about this a while ago when that first dropped, the fuck Batman mm-hmm. thing and the violence. I oh, yeah. Ages ago. Holy shit. I didn't know how violent this was. I turned it mm. on like I needed a new like bedtime show like to go to sleep. And this is literally one of the most violent shows I have ever seen. Damn. So Robin, Dick Grayson Robin, has left Gotham City and he's a detective now. Okay, sure. Sure. And but he's still Robin and he like goes out, you know, doing Robin type things and he busts mm-hmm. a um uh, like a drug uh like gang thing that's happening and doing a drug deal. Sure. He literally breaks every bone in all of these guys' body, takes the guy, uh scrapes his face against the wall like half of his face off then takes another guy like at the end of the whole battle scene um he's in a car slices his face across a window like a broken window then drags him out of the car breaks his arm in half and then crushes his chest yeah fucking hell oh i was like and that's at, and then after that he says fuck batman that was the scene and i was like <sighs> what just happened i was Did you watch oh it was crazy <laughs> there's a, a a a youtuber that i follow who does these really cool es- film essays uh, video essays on films called patrick h willems uh-huh. um and he did his most recent video is what's the deal with r-rated superheroes um and so he and he talks about titans and the boys and joker and it was kind of what fans want out of or what this current crop of fans want and how there's been this fervor about like when they announce a new superhero movie if you scroll through the comments on youtube nearly half of them will be make this pg-13 or make this r because they want the like hardcore devastating gore that they've that now like yeah it's fun and satisfying to see you know logan is one of the great superhero movies full stop I'll, I love Deadpool, yeah. um, but I don't, you know, and, and the boys, the point of the boys is that these guys are assholes. Yeah. Um, but, man, I don't want to see Robin do no. that shit. I don't even want to see Batman do that shit. No. I mean, like, Bat- like I just watched, rewatched um, Michael Keaton, 89 Batman. And, right. like, they, they still cut off that violence at a certain point. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, you don't hear there's him not very much people's bones. And there's not even very much blood blood in that movie, right? No, there's not at all, really. Yeah. Except with like Joker. Like at, at at the very end when he's yeah, yeah, when yeah. he like falls from the building. But right. I, but like that's that's supposed to be the most unsettling scene moment in the movie. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, with Titans, I, I just don't get it because they're supposed to be I, I just think of Teen Titans. Um they there's yeah. a scene with Starfire too where she breaks somebody's neck, like in the first scene with her. Mm-hmm. She, and I was just like, what? What is happening in this show? Like, there's like a Russian guy and she's 
trying to she you know loses her memory which is you know kind of like her story but then mm-hmm. she is like trying to figure out what's going on with her and this guy holds a gun on her and she literally just cracks his neck and i was just like what <laughs> who are these people and why are they killing everybody <laughs> Like, um, imagine if you were, like, eight years old when the Teen Titans cartoon first came on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you didn't know comics. You were just a fan. And right. you just watched, oh, I like Beast Boy. I like Cyborg, Starfire. These, these guys are fun characters. And then Teen Titans Go comes out. And you're like, all right, this is more like child. Or even a kid when Teen Titans Go came, came out. Right. Which is a straight-up comedy show. And now you're like in college and someone's like, oh, or in high school even, someone's like, oh, there's a new Titan show. You watch that and you're like, who are these awful people? Exactly. And every single one of them is terrible. Except for Beast yeah. Boy. He seems all right. <laughs> He's yeah. not just murdering people. Raven, Beast Boy's all of them. Lovely in all continuity. Murdered. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but I'm still watching yeah. it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's you didn't know about Stargirl. Now you're going to be like, whoop, pivot. Yeah. <laughs> Flip it on over there. <laughs> Same, that, that's also on, I, this is the DC package or yes. whatever. Okay. Yeah, well, HBO Max kind of just took over the DC direct service or whatever because okay. no one was paying for that, obviously. Um, right. So now you can watch, yeah, you can watch all of those shows there. Uh, also, okay. Swamp Thing moved over to CW. So I guess they're reviving that. Yeah. Um, it As long as people are watching it. I don't know what the ratings are for that, but uh I sure. guess. It's <laughs> so still maybe going. The second season? Because they canceled that show immediately. Oh, really? Um, oh, shit. Yeah, but then they put it on CW and now people are watching it, I guess. So I heard it wasn't bad. So Sure, that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, Other things in the news. Oh, okay. This is pretty cool. So apparently back a couple years ago, there was when or once Marvel got the rights to Alien and Predator and well, everything from Fox. There right. was talks about an alien TV show. Uh, and then it okay. kind of like died for a while. But now there is new news that Noah Hawley um, from Fargo and Legion. Okay. Yeah, he's awesome showrunner. Super cool. Uh, he has taken over the rights to this alien TV show. Hmm. Um, and... He is quoted saying, I know that there's an effort to reshuffle a lot of things post Disney takeover. And it was a conversation that I had had a couple of years back. And I have not in the last few weeks been having those conversations about it. But I know like any studio that there's a great desire to make most of one's library. So I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that. Uh, Alien is on some level, the complete opposite of Star Trek. It's sort of about the humanity <laughs> at its worst. There's this moment in the second film when Sigourney Weaver says, I don't know which species is worse. At least they don't screw each other over for a percentage. If you look at what aliens tend to be, it's usually a trapped story, trapped in a ship, trapped in a prison, etc. And it's because the aliens has this life cycle to it where it goes from egg to chestburster to xenomorph. There becomes a certain routine to it. He went on to say... Quote, I thought it would be interesting if you could expand, if you're going to make something for television, you've got 10 hours, let's say, even if you have a lot of action, like two hours, and you're still going to have eight hours left. So what is the show about? (laughs) That's what I tried to talk to them about. So apparently he's in talks to have at least 10 episodes of a show. 
Um, I'm, I'm super excited since he is such a good showrunner. I mean, Legion was sure. great. I just watched the new season of Fargo. I just finished it. Um, the only thing I didn't like about Fargo was actually Chris Rock, but <laughs> 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 did you watch Fargo? I, I, no, I haven't. I've, I only saw it when they, when it was initially announced as a TV show, I watched the first episode yeah. and then it occurred to me that I hadn't seen the movie and I was like, maybe I should watch the movie first, which you don't have to. No. Um, and then I watched the movie and then I just never got back into, I, I don't know. I don't I really have an excuse. I love the Coen brothers. Yeah. Um, well, the new season of Fargo, you don't have to, you can watch them in any order. There's no order. Right. Seasons. Um, I mean, Chris Rock was good in certain parts, but I don't know, maybe he needed some more drama experience before jumping into this like new world of being sure. a really powerful gangster. It was just, he was a little flat on some points, uh. but the story was great. I mean, he was like playing across from like Jason Schwartzman and like they're, they're oh, Jason Schwartzman. yeah, he was the other gangster. He was, he was the Italian mob leader. Um, he was, and he was great. Really? Jason Schwartzman? <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, I'm, a, I'm allowed to say this, that runty little Jew played yes. an Italian gangster. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> I'm allowed to say it. I'm allowed to say it. I might be Jewish. We don't know. We escaped right. from Germany. <laughs> yeah, Schneider. That's a yeah. That's a yeah. That's a toss up. We changed our name too. Oh, okay. Well, uh, anyways, yeah, uh, I'm excited for a possible alien show. I don't know about uh, Disney doing it, but I mean, oh God, would it be on Disney Plus? <laughs> would, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Disney Plus features alien. Featuring alien, yeah. That they don't have, I think there's still, there's no R-rated content on there. No, there isn't. PG, oh, Black Hole is PG-13. And yeah. probably some other PG, and Pirates and is Avengers. Is Mandalorian PG-13? Is what? Is Mandalorian PG-13? I mean, by like modern standards, they might consider that PG because there's no gore and there's no language. Yeah. And I guess it's like thrilling Okay, well, uh, actually, okay, episode two, was it episode two from this season where it's with the spider monsters? Yes. Oh, great episode. Maybe great. my favorite one this season. Yeah. And that, okay, we should talk about Mandalorian now because we, yeah. we got the, we got the Ahsoka Tano episode, which we've we been do. waiting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all. Uh, did you watch Clone Wars or Rebels? I did not. I mean, I've seen episodes from it. The animation just bugs me. So, yeah, same here. but I have seen episodes with her in it, which is, and I've read some of the comics too. So, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, and also, not that they're necessarily going to do it, but uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, yes, I heard, yeah, <laughs> who do you know that do you know the deal with Grand Admiral Thrawn, the blue guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, read Is that the, the I read his comic. I read this. Oh, yeah. okay. Then, then yeah. you know, then you know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that his history of being like the most popular character in the extended universe post Jedi, so successful and popular, they were like, let's put him in Rebels, and yeah. now he's going to be in live action for the first time. This is probably the the biggest, most important Star Wars character to never be seen in a in a movie. Right. Right. Yeah. I was... Mara Jane. Mara Jane. Yes, Mara Jane. Is yeah. she going to be in it too? Was that announced? No. No. Oh, okay. well, no, because the, the, with the new movies, Luke having a oh, life and everything. Yeah, yeah. That's complete. 
Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. As as much as as cool. I, and hey, there's no reason that they couldn't have the character exist separate from Luke. That's just her entire thing is Luke's wife. Right. Yeah. 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 That could, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So Mandalorian. Yes. Did they do a casting announcement? I heard I, people were saying like Benedict Cumberbatch for Thrawn. That'd be fucking cool. Be uh, I haven't heard anything. He I, I don't think we're going to see him this season. I really don't. Probably not. I mean, I think they're already filming season three, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have. Oh, no. Of- Does Baby Yoda have COVID? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Grogu. Grogu. What do you <laughs> think of Grogu? Well, for okay, I finally can remember Grogu. That was like, I was like, Grigio, Grigio, Grigio. <laughs> Grogu shot first. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it took me a minute to like get that in my head that that mm-hmm. was his name. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to not call him Baby Yoda anymore, for one. Right. Or the child. Or uh, it won't be that hard to scrub the child out of here. <laughs> all of those toys have to have a name on it now. Like, what yeah. are they gonna do with all those other toys? Like, I I have one that says a child in my in my spare bedroom right now. What am yeah. I gonna do with that? It's garbage now. Sorry, baby my- Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> my one issue with Grogu is that this is the third member of Yoda species that we've seen. Right. Yoda, Yaddle. You may remember Yaddle. Yeah. Yeah, and now, and like, but like, why couldn't his name also start with Y? <laughs> I get, I get, I get that this is stupid, but I want his name to start with Y. Well, maybe it's because, okay, so Yoda and Yaddle, maybe it's like a, a hurricane. You can only name it like by the year. It's like the Greek alphabet. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so he was born on this time and and how you know so okay so ahsoka can communicate with grogu telepathically right right Right. so and she does so how old is baby yoda did they they like kind of talked about it he's 50 he's 50 yeah they said that in the first in the first episode of mandalorian okay because they were like your target he's 50 years old and that's all we know until he finds Oh, and I then thought... he and the and the IG are like he's supposed to be fifty. I guess the species ages slower or something. Right. I know it seemed like the way she was talking about it that he was even older, but maybe not. Oh, I, well, I know that fifty lines up with the continuity because this because t- if he was being trained by the Jedi's during the prequels, potentially before Anakin Skywalker showed up in Phantom Menace, right, and then was put in hiding or something. I, I might have to rewatch that episode to see what exactly she says, or just read on Wikipedia. Yeah. Although not she until was, after I watched tonight's episode. Yeah, um, she was talking about the Clone Wars that he was being trained yeah. for the Clone Wars. So how long ago yeah. was that compared? Because this is five years after Jedi, right? Is that right? I thought this was like one year after Jedi. Oh, I thought it was five years after. Oh no, I thought it was pretty shortly. I, I don't remember. Okay. They said it, they, they make it pretty, because the Empire is still, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was pretty soon after Jedi. We haven't seen anyone from the movies yet, so it's hard to say. Right. Ex- well, actually, we have. We're going to talk about that right now as well. So uh, also... the, the, ro- the droid? No, not the droid. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we've actually seen Boba Fett twice. 
So once, huh? yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So once in the premiere, overlooking the binary suns on Tatooine. Um, right. Yeah. He and turns then, and it's the actor who played Django and all the clothes and everything. So, right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And yeah. then again, the we saw him on the second, the, the season two premiere as well. Um, he's standing over the Shan's body. And then uh, the, they, they like explain all of it. Like as returning Shan reveals, the person standing over her and fixing her back up after being left for dead in the dunes was Boba Fett. So we've seen him twice. Wait, well, okay, so you're saying the second time was the season two premiere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first so, time. Then, then I'm confused. What was the first time? Uh, it says in, oh, wait, wait, chapter 14. What was chapter 14? That was like, fuck. Uh, was no, that no. <laughs> this most recent one? Yeah, it says, okay. Uh, before that, it feels like, so yeah, it says in 2019, oh, I'm sorry. I made that. So in the fifth episode, we saw him, and then in uh, the season premiere. So the fifth episode, Mando is tasked with aiding a young bounty hunter in his pursuit on the mercenary Fennec Shan. So remember that uh, shitty bounty oh, yeah. hunter that asked for his and help? The, yeah, and Ming-Na Wen. Is he, he's standing yeah. over the dead body of Ming-Na Wen? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, and at the very end Oh, because that, that was episode, also Tatooine, yeah. Yeah. So that was on Tatooine. So that's oh yeah, they and they I, yeah they never they didn't address it soon enough. So I completely spaced on that. Yeah, I know. I didn't know who. I mean, I thought I was like, who who is that? But I didn't. I never never thought about it again. Yeah, and then you uh, forget, yeah. like like Lou Ban and Watchmen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At the time, I was like, this is fucking crazy. What does this mean? And then never. And it's not until like someone rewatches that they go, yeah, wait a minute. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, that's cool. Yeah, and that means that he didn't die. He didn't die in the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> so there's a couple theories on that. Okay. One is, the, the, the most predominant is, especially because it's on Tatooine, yes, it is Boba Fett. He somehow survived the Sarlacc. Yada, yada, yada. However, he could just be another clone. He could be. And I, I think that that is the kind of swerve that they would do because everyone's going to automatically think it's Boba Fett. We saw Boba Fett's armor in that episode. He's been carrying around Boba Fett's armor. It would be such a fitting end to return Boba Fett's armor to the actual Boba Fett. Right. But this could be a situation where it's a clone who somehow wound up on Tatooine and has been in hiding since the Clone Wars and who now has aged to the point where he's basically the same age as that Boba Fett would be. Well... I was thinking, so we've learned a lot more about Mandalorians now, right? And like Mandalorian yeah. armor, especially. And so if he did go into the Sarlacc pit, I mean, who's to say that that armor couldn't just last in that Sarlacc pit, right? Yeah, like he wriggled out of his armor and escaped somehow. Sure. Yeah, or the, yeah, the armor just protected him and then he blasted his way out. Yeah. Just like Mando did in that, you know, when he was inside that worm a couple episodes ago. Oh, in the crate dragon? Yeah, in the crate dragon. That was so cool that we kind of finally saw a fucking great dragon after they're referenced and we see their skeletons. Yeah. Way back in seventy seven. And now uh, uh so, glorious. So good. so good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be I think uh they've hinted around it too, like the producers have hinted around it. Uh that it actually is Boba Fett. Cause okay. they I mean, because he's the the first one we've ever seen, right? So they gotta they gotta give us something. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
I'm uh, still, I'm just like, I'm still ready for a swerve. I'm ready for like them to jerk us around a little bit more just because, you know, you don't want it to be the thing that you expect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, in the same way that like no one expected there to be a baby Yoda. <laughs> they worked so hard to make sure that they sacrificed all that merchandising money just to make sure that we would not know about baby Yoda until day one. He could still be a clone uh, too. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Don't maybe know. yeah, maybe they tried to clone Yoda to yeah. To get his powers. Maybe the Jedi cloned him. I still think that could be a thing. Yeah, that could totally be a thing. Yeah. So I or, feel like I mean it could have been Palpatine. Palpatine somehow got his hands on Yoda's DNA and gave it to the uh, the on, the guys on Genosha who were like just make me one. And yeah. then somehow it got lost in the shuffle. Although if Palpatine's the villain of this too, I'll be very cross. Oh, I'd be so mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> no more Palpatine. He's no dead. No more fucking Palpatine. No, though I guess he's not dead, really. He's alive right now, alive I right guess, now. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. God. Did Ugh. you watch the uh, Christmas special? The Lego Christmas special? No. 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 Well, Maybe I, I don't know. That. <laughs> I, I've been big mouth came back today. That's what I watched. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I need to watch that. Have uh, you watched any of it? No, I have. I watched the first was it two seasons that I watched. There's been three. This is season four. Okay. Well, I watched the first two seasons. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not for everyone, but no. Yeah. It's very cute though. Yeah. And gross. <laughs> and they and they. They're doing new cool stuff with the... So they, they recast the character Missy because she was voiced by Jenny Slate. Right, yeah. And then they were like, actually, we're going to have our various characters be voiced by actors of the same race. And whoever they got sounds exactly like Jenny Slate. So <laughs> crushed really? it. And now Jenny Slate is playing a new character, a mosquito who represents anxiety. Um, <laughs> so she's still working and she's still funny and she still gets to do different voices because the mosquito takes like different forms. Um, uh, but now they're doing a whole thing with Missy uh, um, being angry at her parents for not raising her to be aware of her own race they've been sort of raising her in like a race blind situation and now she wants to like learn more about you know what it is to be black yeah. which they sort of, which they absolutely didn't touch on in the previous season oh, no, because she wasn't even not. voiced by a black person so I, I think it's a really cool I don't know I get the big mouth's not for everyone. I get that some people think it's a, a gross, creepy show about fourteen-year-olds. Uh, 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 they show a lot of dicks in it, yeah. So I get it, but <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's always been shows about coming, you know, coming of age. So yeah, but they didn't show as many cartoon boy dicks. That's so true. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I like Nick Kroll, though. He's funny. Nick Kroll, John, John Mulaney, friggin' yeah. uh, Fred Armisen, Maya, Maya Rudolph doing as as the female hormone monster is incredible. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. She's so any, funny. Any other shows you're watching anyway. right now? Uh, oh, I checked out Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, also on Netflix. I haven't seen that either. Australian sketch comedy, super surreal. Yeah. Um, really absurd. And if you watch the first sketch and you're like, this is stupid, then don't, then stop, then bail, just jump. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, oh, we finished Russian Doll. Oh, 
Yo, okay, this is actually something I really want to talk to you about specifically, also on Netflix. Have you watched, because you and your husband are both sports fans. Yeah. Have you watched We Are the Champions? Yes, I have. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So we're not done yet. We still have two more. But that first one about the the, The cheese rolling? Yeah. (laughs) It's a cheese wheel rolling, yeah. (laughs) Fucking great. (laughs) I know. And then the chili eating after that. Like, oh, my God. Those people are insane. Yeah. Yeah, That was a really good show. I love those, like, one-off weird netflix documentary shows like and it's like you're rooting for someone you know yeah. it's it's a it's and, and because it's not like you know you go back and you watch like a 30 for 30 you're like i know how these games go i know what happens but now right. in this situation it's no i thought it, did you watch the yo-yo one that's yes, a lot I watched the yo-yo one i was just gonna bring that up it made me really yeah. sad i was like this is a very sexist sport <laughs> well but like yeah it is it is, it is. um <laughs> and i think it's and, and like it's crazy that this that she's she won we're gonna spoil sorry watch we're the champions everybody listening she won the women's world title right right and she's the first woman to win a non-gendered national title right but yet she doesn't even rank no and yeah i don't understand why they're even gendered in the first place like why is that why is yo-yoing a gendered sport and yeah, I don't know. So dumb. It's like that doesn't need to be gendered. It's yo-yoing. What? Yeah. I was so confused when I was watching that. Anyways, <laughs> and I'm like, they're I, fucking teenage boys. Like, what? I really I appreciate know. it. Yeah, it's. I really, and also what I really appreciated about that episode is that there was. Uh, I don't think there was. Oh, except. Oh, of course. Spoilers again for the yo-yo episode. The <laughs> all the characters that we were following, yeah. none of them were white. No. Um, but then the guy that his name is Gentry. 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 Smith. Gentry yeah. Like the whitest fucking name on the planet. Yeah. And how old was he? He looked like he was 30. Like they all looked like teenagers except for him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how old um, the guy who barely placed, who who had all these crazy ambitious tricks and still didn't and like kept fucking them up. And gave himself um, a concussion with a yo-yo. Yeah, and he, he's like, look at the scar that I have. This is yeah. from this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really cool show. Uh, the it's last really cool. show I wanted to plug um, oh, is, yes. is Utopia. If you haven't watched it. just got canceled. It got canceled? Oh, did you not know? No. Oh, yeah, they just announced it. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Upload. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, no, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh my god. Okay. Utopia also on Amazon also starts with you. Also Perfect. came out this year. Oh my mistake. god, I was just have a heart attack. Okay, Utopia on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Right. I haven't watched it yet. This is a great comic book show. Also very violent though, trigger warning. Right. Um, and it's got Dwight, right? It's got Rain Wilson? Yes, it has Rain Wilson in it. Uh, which I did not know. I knew nothing about the show. Someone just told okay. me about it, said it had to do with comics uh really good it was an english show beforehand i guess so okay it's a remake there actually is yeah there's a season two already for the british version Mm -hmm. Um, but i actually did hear that the uh american version is better which is very rare um john cusack is also in it he's the villain um okay so basically he hasn't played a villain since high fidelity (laughs) he's a 
villain in High Fidelity? He's the bad guy in that movie. Don't you rewatch okay. it and tell me that he's not the villain. <laughs> that he's not the source of all the problems. <laughs> so the basic plot is uh, there's four nerds who have been uh, basically tracking this comic called Dystopia. Um, and in the comic, it kind of like points to real world events that have happened, like a pandemic, for example. Mm -hmm. um, all, all sorts of things like the economy exploding, like different things that have happened throughout time. There's only been one issue of this comic though ever. And there's hints that another issue was gonna come out, but it's never come out. And uh, then these this couple, uh, her grandfather passes away, they go to his house and uh, they find the next issue of the comic. And it's like the actual art um, never been printed. So mm. they go to a comic con to sell the comic. And the next issue of the comic is called Utopia. So they set up like a private hotel room to sell this comic. They think they're going to make so much money like selling this. And uh, mm -hmm. everyone goes there to try to buy the comic from them. And from there, just chaos ensues. Cool. Um, it turns out there's some like giant evil plot that everything in the comic is real. And it's an amazing show like i can't okay. recommend it enough it's like it hooks you in like all i think about is watching like the next episode and like uh, my husband only wants to watch one episode like a day he doesn't want to like you know ruin it by watching it all at once and i'm like no we have to watch it now <laughs> <laughs> uh the art's really good too for the actual comic i actually need to find out who the artist is it almost looks like a mark ryden like style okay. uh comic or something um but yeah, it's it's really really good. Um, but it turns out, yeah, that in the comic that like the characters are real. There's a girl named um, Jessica Hyde in it, and she turns out to be a real girl. And that you know that there's a the plot called uh, the harvest. So the harvest is actually creating like a real pandemic and killing children across the entire world. Oh, crazy! Um, and they okay. Well, don't tell me, don't tell me too much because I actually do really yeah, want to yeah. get this out. Okay. Yeah. I will not. Sweet. Know. All right, Utopia. That's, That's all I know. Yeah. First episode, so. Everybody, check out your local streaming services. There's so much good stuff. There really is. It's too much. And stay <laughs> and stay home. Yeah, Go to Escapist and stay home. Right. Don't. Uh, or you, you can come buy comics, and that's it. Yeah. I'll go buy. Yeah. Buy comics. And, but don't be in the store for more than like 15 minutes. Definitely Decide not. what you want to buy before you go, and then go buy it, and then leave. Or, or we'll just ship them to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's still going driving them around. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have the third Popeye collection, the big one? Maybe. You're not at the store right now. I'll text you later. I'll text you at yeah. the store. <laughs> All right. I think that's, we've uh, talked long enough, probably. Yes. Yeah. yeah, this is a good long episode. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for listening to the Escape Comics podcast, located at 3090 Claremont Avenue in Berkeley, California. Open seven days a week. Uh, ask for Robert. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not there anymore. Let's give him more to do. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm Jessica Balboni. And I'm Jacob Rubin. We'll see, see you guys later. Or Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>